Cosmic Canvas Studio presents We're so bad at adventuring We're really not very good at it at all Fly! Fly, giant death eagle! <laughs> this is amazing! A free bird taxi to take us wherever we want to go! Arr, arr, get the hell off of me! No way! We hopped upon your back, and this means by ancient law of the eagle, you must fly us to our destinations. Is that a thing? I mean, it could be. We must fly to the Council of Eagles first, high up in the sky, to determine if that's a thing. And if it is... I will fly you to your destination. Okay, but before we go there, do you mind just flying over Sanctopolis for, for like a real quick sec? It'll only take a moment. I suppose there's no harm in just flying over Sanctopolis. Mr. Eagle, it, it would seem you're flying us to a volcano. What? No, it's Sanctopolis. You just gotta squint to see it fully. I am squinting, but all I can see is the bubbling lava. Squint harder. Bob, I think this eagle doesn't mean to take us to the council or Sanctopolis, but is instead trying to dump us into lava. What makes you say that? Well, for one, he flipped over in midair, and now we're both falling towards that lava. I'm still not sure. Don't worry, I have the perfect spell. Ancient power of the seas, move us with a gentle breeze. Ha <laughs> ha, we're flying. The glide spell works. From this height, we should be able to make it to Sanctopolis. Bob, stop trying to dive bomb into the volcano. But the heat is good for my skin. Onward, Bob. Oh, this is incredible. Thanks to this ancient and powerful children's spell book, I'm no longer vastly incompetent. I'm only nearly incompetent. And that's like a 5% difference. Whee! <laughs> Whoa! There! I see Sanctopolis! What a huge wall! Seriously, it's way bigger than the first time I saw it. That's because we're falling closer to it, Bob. Far away, things get bigger when you get closer. Remember? How does that work? Are you a genie? Last time, Bob, I am not a genie. We race you to the bottom! So, what do we do when we get there? Just grab a crowbar and pry the bricks out? Probably. I like that plan, because it doesn't involve fighting anyone. Being a hero is fun and all, but it's both exhausting and, frankly, a huge hassle. Such a big hassle. So as long as we don't see any bad guys or any injustices happening, because we're keeping our heads down, we won't be obligated to fight. Sounds like you're getting cold feet. No, Bob, I'm just exhausted. We haven't had a proper day's sleep since we started this adventure. All of those interludes have mainly involved us chugging coffee to stay awake. I am so sick to my stomach. Check it out. Sanctopolis has a few towers of protection. What are those? Special military-type wizard buildings that zap anyone who tries to enter their territory. Cool! Look how they light up. It's like a light show extraordinaire. Funny. You'd think these towers wouldn't be using so much power to just sit there idly. Yeah. Wait, Bob. I think they're going to zap us. 
Steer away! Steer away! I'm trying, but a crossbreeze is hitting me! If they hit us, we'll be killed instantly! That level of magical power is not to be messed with. Swim in the air! Swim like the air turtles we are! Help! I'm falling towards the towers! Crap! Hum, Bob! I have a plan. What's that? I'll apologize for all of the wrong things I've ever done to you in a half-assed attempt to make myself feel better before you get fried to a crisp. How is that a good plan? Weren't you listening? I said I had a plan, not a good one. Use your powerful magic to save me, or at the very least to make me not die instantly as soon as I fall within range of those towers. I don't have anything, Bob. Can't you do that thing where you goof around, but also insanely competent at the same time? Ugh, I'd rather die than expend that kind of energy. That's the exact situation here, Bob. Meh. Don't meh at me. Crap. Come on, Thornwick, you've got to have something. I've got it. Bob, I'm going to switch places with you. No way. It's my turn to die hysterically in midair. You can't talk me out of it. I think. Look, man, we both know that neither of us are going to die here, so don't you dare try to score points by heroically switching places with me. I'm not trying to be manipulative, Bob. I'm just trying to make it clear that I'm the better out of the two of us. That's all. Now prepare to switch. Ancient power of the spaces make Bob and I now switch places. <laughs> I did it, Thornwick. I'm now a hundred feet out of range of the towers. Looks like I don't need to use this amulet of magical tower blocking at all. You've got to be kidding me. Everything inside of my nervous system tried to crawl out at once, Bob. Those towers just didn't stop zapping me. Oh, the pain. The pain. I know, that was pretty great, right? But still, I called it. You aren't dead. Despite the fact that sweet release would have been a mercy considering we fell for like an hour. When I get up, I'm going to kill you, Bob. And not in the ha-ha funny way. I mean, I'm going to commit murder of the fastest degree. It will be a horrible thing. But frankly, I'm willing to regress right back to season one levels of Thornwick if it means getting revenge on you. Revenge for what? For letting me heroically sacrifice myself by switching places with you, when you clearly had an amulet that made you immune to magical attacks. Oh yeah, that. <laughs> classic me. You don't get to say classic me after that. If I could stand, or walk, do anything other than simply spasm and twitch on the ground like a fish out of water, I would exact my gruesome revenge on you. Yeah, I love you too. You two! How did you both get past our towers of painful zapping? We were eagle surfing, then our ride totally dipped, so we both hopped down to kick it 180 style. Wh what? He means to say that we fell in by accident. Now, 
Does Sanctopolis have some kind of universal health care? Because I am not intent on paying for the severe medical treatment I'm going to need for these injuries. Outsiders, sound the alarm! Outsiders are here! No, wait, wait, we're not outsiders. We're just people who came in from the outside with no respect for the local custom laws or ways of life. I draw my halberd so that I might slay you both. For what? Just landing inside a city? It is a crime for any filthy, heretical, gross, ugly, smelly, disgusting, and frankly weird-looking outsiders to come in uninvited. The glorious wall was built to keep your kind out. One bad apple ruins the bunch. And all of your kind are bad apples. Wait, wait, wait. We're not here to fight you. We're just here to pry a few bricks loose and then hightail it out of here, presumably before anyone can get a proper glimpse of our faces. What's going on here? I came as soon as I could. These two are outsiders. We must kill them for the lawkeeper and the protection of Sanctopolis. Hey, stay back! Though he's on the ground, smoking, and most likely unable to feel anything other than pain, Thornwick is a powerful wizard, and he will blast all of you. Yes, do not think that my position laying on the ground stops me from having anything other than (laughs) a supreme tactical advantage. A wizard! Back up! We must call in the Mage Slayer's division. Yeah, go ahead. Thornwick will make short work out of a group of people trained and dedicated to fighting wizards. Wait, wait, Bob. Maybe we shouldn't taunt them. In fact, tell them to bring their strongest and most badass mage slayer of all to fight him, because he's that powerful. Flee, flee the powerful wizard, while also responsibly calling for the strongest backup we have. (laughs) <laughs> That's right, you better run and get someone way stronger to fight Thornwick. He was also the chosen one, too, so mark that down. Also, he doesn't like lemon in his water. Why are you making it worse, Bob? Because while they're looking for the mage slayers, I'm going to stuff you in this barrel. Of course, it's brilliant. Bob, I'm sorry I ever doubted you. Does that mean you're going to spare me your angry, violent wrath once you're able to move your limbs? <laughs> Certainly not. You fools! You said there was a wizard for me to slay. There's nothing here but a smoking crater. I swear there was a wizard right here like ten minutes ago. Check that smoking barrel over there. I'm sure he's hiding in it. No way! We're, uh... Talking smoked salmon. That can talk. So you should not check this barrel. Or else it will cause us to spoil instantly. And then who will feed the children, huh? You? You and your stupid hat? Well, it's clearly not the talking salmon barrels. How would the salmon know I'm wearing a hat while being inside the barrels? Just go look. We know you're wearing a hat because you sound like the kind of guy who's clearly balding and doesn't have the self-confidence to just own it. So you overcompensate by being mean and brutish. (laughs) That's that's not true at all. (laughs) Oh, come back. Those salmon didn't mean it. Stupid gods bothering me, a powerful mage killer who is immune to both spell and blade due to my 20 years of intense training over nothing but two barrels of talking salmon that can talk. 
Bob, it's working. The salmon gambit worked. <laughs> the salmon gambit always works. Salmon collector. Ah, wonderful. Those two barrels over there. All right, I'm just going to load these barrels up with all the other salmon to give to the king himself. Crap. Bob, this is perfect. How is this perfect? We won't have to sneak into the castle. We'll let the salmon guy take us to meet him. And we want to meet King Wallman. Why? Because it's clear he's a bad guy, too. And so, when he goes to eat his salmon, we leap out of the barrel. You kick him in the teeth a few good times. We say something about goodness and justice. Grab his wallet, and then get the hell out of there. Yeah, um, I like most of that plan. Then why are you hesitating? Uh, no reason. Let's go fight King Wallman himself. Then we can find out why his guards are instructed to kill outsiders on first sight, even when they are severely injured from tower zapping. Stand before me, O oh peasant. Please, your highness, forgive me. You have been charged with making eye contact with a member of the opposite sex without being married to them. Is this true? Sir, my liege, it was only for a second. Only for a second? You could have become pregnant, and there is nothing worse than a single mother. Guards, I demand that this woman be cut in half to remind everyone of what happens when you don't follow the laws of Calivar. Is not mercy one of the laws of Calivar? Mercy and justice are equal in his eyes, foolish woman. Now perish. Bob, we've got to do something. They're going to kill that poor and totally available woman. But what about our plans to burst out of the barrels during dinner time and yell a salmon-related pun? I've got it narrowed down to three. It's a small sacrifice. We have to leap into action now to heroically save this presumably rich, single woman who's probably into scraggly men with bad goatees. All right, fine. On three. Ready? Why don't we jump in now? To save her. Dude, heroes don't leap in before the woman's about to die. They leap in at the last second to build up dramatic tension. It just seems that while we're waiting for our cue, one of the guards could get a little excited and just hack her head off. Not gonna lie, that does happen sometimes. And boy, is it awkward when you leap out and say, Stop right there. Fine. On your mark. One. Guards, advance one pace. Please, someone intervene to save me, preferably at the moment when the dramatic stakes are highest. Two. Guards, raise your weapons, but not too quickly. Oh, why won't anyone just jump out of a barrel and save me? Three! Oof. Ouch! Hold. Why the heckarino is that barrel rolling around? Bob, were we in the same barrel this whole time? I thought you were in the other barrel. Stop wriggling around. I can't get out. No, I want out. I'm claustrophobic. How is that possible when we have spent approximately half of our adult lives inside barrels? No idea. Guards, find out why that single barrel next to the dinner table is rolling around. You there, barrel, what are you doing? Right now, we're trying to get out so we can heroically stop you from killing that princess with a secret past who's disguised as a mere peasant. Oh, my liege. It appears two infiltrators have snuck in through the salmon barrels. 
The cursed salmon gambit? Finally, I'm free and just completely covered in salmon slime. Ugh, tell me about it. Stop right there. King Lawkeeper, your evil lawkeeping has gone far enough. Hi, Dad. We can tolerate you building a wall. We can even tolerate you having guard towers. But ordering the death of a complete stranger when we only heard the tail end of the conversation? This is where we draw the line. Hi, Bob. How dare you two stand in defiance of me? I am the King Lawkeeper, and I have absolute authority over Sanctopolis. Wait, hold on a second. You know Bob? Duh. He's my son. Wait, what? Yeah, didn't I mention that? Is this a bit like a joke or something? Nope. King Lawkeeper is my dad. Always has been, always will be. Can we get back to fighting now? I was just about to yell, get them. Hey, don't stop on my account. Time out. Bob, are you meaning to tell me that we've been in the valley all this time, making our way to the end point of the adventure and... And the big bad of the season is your father? I didn't think it was important. So are you rescuing me, or am I going to die here? Because I have a lot to do today. Just a second, ma'am. Bob, you didn't think it was important that the man we are going to do battle with is your father? Yeah, is that so hard to wrap your head around? Listen, guys. I understand you two are probably going through something right now, but I have a kingdom to run and a lot of peasants to judge. So can we get this moving along? Damn it, Bob, you are going to give me a heart attack. Hey, watch your language. Sanctopolis is a clean country. You were just about to literally have a woman murdered and you're mad at me for cussing? Yeah, how ham-handed is that? All right, half time's over. Let's do this. I guess we'll talk about this later. <laughs> Stand back, for my magical power is easily overstated. Spears up! Spells ready? Crossbow guards who line the rafters, fire! Wait, since when have they been there? Oh, ouch! Oh, these hurt even more than I remember! Ah, my skin! My precious moisturized three times a day skin! Punctured by metal bolts! Keep firing until they're dead. Oh, no, you don't. You think a few hundred crossbow bolts can stop me? Thornwick, use your ring of arrow redirecting. Right, of course. Uh, Thornwick, why are all the crossbow bolts now floating in the air, slowly aiming towards me? I'm not sure. Let me check the ring's instructions. Okay, it says here that while the ring will make all enemy projectiles stop in mid-air, it will slowly redirect them towards your best friend, unless you purchase the exclusive companion ring at Vince's. Now only 3,000 gold with a coupon. Huh. Why didn't we listen to that nice sales lady when we had the chance? Yes, yes, slay the unbelievers. Wait, King Lawkeeper. I've recently taken to following Calivar's ways, and though I couldn't name a single thing about him, other than the fact that he once gave me eternal life, and also gave Bob some chips, should we not stop fighting amongst ourselves? No true Calivarian would oppose me. Now die. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna die so hard. Bob, no. Fine, evil king. You leave me no choice. 
Ancient power of the toke, cover us all with some smoke. Ah, I'm blind. This way, we can escape the guards under the cover of smoke clouds. And uh, also don't inhale the smoke. <coughs> Too late. Oh, great. Now we have to get you to a doctor. Heroes, where are you? I'm lost in the smoke and I can't see anything. Crap, we forgot about the lady. Fan out and look for her by blindly sweeping with your hands. This darned smoke, it obscures everything. And it's absolutely going to ruin my drapes. I got her! Pretty sure you just grabbed me. Why is your skin so silky smooth? I moisturize. Thornwick, we need to get a new brand of moisturizer because clearly whatever this guy has is working. I found you. Take my hand, ma'am. I think you just grabbed me. Well, why is your skin so silky smooth? Okay, we're safe. I mean, relatively. For all the time we spent in that magic smoke, we are almost certainly going to need a few exploratory surgeries to find out just how much damage was done. Man, that was classic! Old Lawman got his ass kicked by firing like a million arrows at me and turning me into a bobby pine! Yeah, we should also probably find a way to slow down your bleeding. Thank you, two heroes, for saving me! No problem. Our normal rates are like what? 300 gold per rescue? And we rescued you from the king and 16 gods? Uh, that will come out. Okay, the three. 4,800 gold. I'm just a mere peasant. I have no money to pay you. Well, we now offer payment plans. With a 30% interest rate. I was under the impression that heroes worked for free. Tell you what. How about a service exchange? We saved you. So you get to pull all of those crossbow bolts out of Bob. Then you can make us a nice dinner. With some kind of delicious peasant dessert. Then set up our tent. Tuck us in. Then read us a story. But not too scary. Because that'll give Thornwick nightmares. And then you can stand watch. Wield a huge sword. And when bandits and or monsters show up. You stab them to death. But not too loudly. Because we need our beauty sleep. Or... And follow me here. I run away while saying thank you. Thank you! Crap, she's escaping before she can pay us back for our kindness. Man, helping peasants sucks. Tell me about it. Speaking of telling things, are you ready to tell me about your whole father thing? Meh. Don't meh me, young man. Out with it. I've put up with your clearly telegraphed background long enough. I demand you tell me everything in a short, efficient story format. All right, all right, fine, yeesh. So, like, when I was a kid, my dad went on a big, exciting adventure. Came back really different, self-absorbed, convinced he was meant to do great things. Right, right. He bounced from ideal to ideal until finally he found the waters of rescue and moved us out to the valley, convinced he needed to help the people who live there find the waters. I see, similar to what we were doing by grabbing bricks and shouting at birds. Exactly. So good old dad decides he wants to turn me into a hero since I was young, impressionable, and easily bribed with bars of chocolate. Over time, well, he started to change. Became more devout, as he called it. At first it was welcome, you know? He stopped yelling and being mean, started saying nice stuff like, have a blessed day. 
but over time, became more rigid about certain things. Started saying that unless we followed Calivar exactly as intended, we'd be condemned. Yikes. Right? So everything I did started to become wrong in his eyes. No matter what I did, I was always sinning or not being good enough for his good pal Calivar. A guy, by the way, who I never, ever saw. Despite how much my dad talked about him. Then what happened? He became obsessed with keeping the law of Calivar. Laws that always seemed to change. Every time he came up with a rule, he would put a brick on the ground. It was the foundation to a wall of hope, as he called it. A wall meant to protect the good people of Sanctopolis from the evils of those who didn't do exactly as he did. Bob, that wall is huge. He put every brick in? Looks like it. It wasn't that big when I first saw it. But he was scheming to convert the bricks from the bridge so he could megacharge the wall. Something about, I forget, like, uh... People can't just drink the waters freely. They need someone to guide them, and only Sanctopolis has the right kind of guides. Huh. And they pose so hard, Calivar can no longer find them. What? Nothing. So, what happened next? Did you two get into an epic rooftop battle? Not right away. The wall got taller, my dad got crazier, and I hit my teenage years. I became rebellious as hell and just started lighting fires anywhere. One fire hit a dungeon, rescuing like a ton of outsiders who had been locked up. They praised me and said I was a hero, and me not wanting to indict myself in what could only be considered premeditated arson, I ran with it. I became a fighter within the valley, battling his injustices and getting into totally illegal back alley fistfights. So you were a hero, an actual real one, just like I had theorized in my Bob's Dropped Hints channel. See, it's a list of all the hints you've made at your past. Can you find them all? Meh. Problem is, in the valley, you aren't fighting bad guys who just like to be evil, who like to twirl their mustaches and go ha. <laughs> You're fighting jackasses who think they're the hero and that you're the bad guy. That wall attracted Calivarians like flies, each more legalistic and cruel than the last. Pretty soon it was pointless. Pointless for me to fight against an endless tide of hat-wearing religious jackaloons. <sighs> so I did what any sane person would do. I left the valley, left my home behind, and joined the army, mainly due to a certain series of misunderstandings involving mailboxes and one very unamused judge. Huh. And then you met me. Yep. It must be very painful for you to tell me all of this stuff. <laughs> Not really. I mean, it is what it is. I stopped caring long, long ago. All I want to do is drink, get into fights, and hang out with my bro. That's all. So you won't feel bad if I have to blast your father with lightning or some kind of pepper spray spell in order to dethrone him? Nope, have at it. But trust me, man, the dude is like uber powerful. Running into that throne room to fight him would have almost certainly got us killed had you not used that smoke spell to escape. Why didn't you mention that beforehand? Because it was so worth the look on your face when I revealed my tragic past. Ha! <laughs> you look like such a chump in front of the big bad. Such a chump. <laughs> so, what's the plan, wizard man? You don't want a bail? Meh. I figured I'd always come back here when I was older and more mature. Because I may have left a stash of certain illegal plants somewhere in my childhood bedroom, and I want them back. Well, Bob, I'm sorry your father hurt you, but I'm here now, and together we can defeat him. But how do we fight an evil king? Oh! Oh! What? 
This is what I'm good at, fomenting revolution and undermining authority figures. We're coming full circle, Bob. The very trait that made me a pariah in society is being redeemed to fight for the good of mankind. What? I used to try and lead insurrections against kings all the time before I met you. It was kind of my thing, and also the reason I was forced into the army. Oh, yeah! What? I can lead the people here to revolution. We could use my insurrection powers for good. Now, all we need to do is have one good town hall meeting, and it'll all fall into place. You think so? Follow my lead, Bob. It'll be simple as one, two... Oh, that crowd went nuts on you the moment you called them just a bunch of directionless rubes who needed someone to give their life meaning. <laughs> wow, I don't think I've ever seen a group get that violent so quickly. Not talking right now, Bob. Face hurts really bad. Oh man, I think even that peasant lady we rescued was kicking you. Classic! At least I didn't try to fight the city guards single-handedly while not wearing a shirt. Yeah, my dad trains all the guards, just like he trained me, so I didn't stand a chance. Like, not even close. Mainly because of my voluntary lack of armor. I'm just going to lay down and hope that something improbable saves us. Me too! Well, well, well. So you two were easily captured by nothing more than a few rookie guards who had just graduated guard school ten minutes earlier? What? Bob, you told me they were elite soldiers incapable of being injured. Well, they sure fought harder than I did. And their armor blocked all my spear attacks, so I figured they were indestructible. This is why you don't take off your shirt in the middle of a fight. You dare tell shirtless Bob how to do his job? Hush. Bob, you know the drill so I won't waste my words on you. Much appreciated. Thornwick, do you know the penalty for disobeying the king? Um, I get a free pony? Exile and execution at the same time. And the only way to do that is through the use of the datapult. Damn it! Language boy! Why should we watch our language when we're about to die? Because I said so. The datapult will fire you straight into Sarek's mouth where he will chew you up and consume your bones. <laughs> Sounds great! Seriously, I've always wondered what it's like in there. Don't think to stop me. Wait, what? I said we're always looking at the swirling mass of chaos. I'm curious to see what it's like up close. Bob? Bob didn't free you from an asylum, did he? I mean, I might be the main antagonist here, but... I'm not gonna kill someone he just grabbed fresh out of the loony bin. Oh no, we met in the army, it's fine. Great. Cindy, prepare to fire the datapult. Cindy, you betray us! Sorry guys, after robbing my previous employer, I needed a new gig. And my previous catapult experience got me a cushy job. Well congrats on the promotion. Thanks! Any last words, Thornwick? Um... Oh, I know. I forgive you. See, Bob, I'm taking the high road. Ha, now he's going to feel so crummy when he looks in the mirror tonight. Yeah, your last words will probably haunt him right before he falls asleep each night. 
and he'll eventually throw himself out of his tower, broken by the forgiveness of his enemies. Right. Fire! See you guys later! Bye, Cindy! Have a nice trip! See you next fall! I swear to Elyon, my son has got to find better friends. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of We're So Bad at Adventuring, a proud member of the Block Party Podcast Network. Tune in next week for more magic, monsters, and hijinks.